Welcome to another video class brought to you by the Laurel Heights Church of Christ in McAllen, Texas. Have your Bible ready in Matthew chapter 7, beginning at verse 24. This will almost complete our series on the Sermon on the Mount. There's one more video that will be a review, and that will be uploaded in a few days. In recent classes, we have concentrated on this section in the book of Matthew 5, 6, and 7, the Sermon on the Mount, and we're about to bring that study to its completion. So here is where we have been, and this outline is not original with me. You've seen it many times. The people of the kingdom in chapter 5, verses 1 through 16. The righteousness of the kingdom in chapter 5, 17 through 48 the sincerity of the kingdom in chapter 6, verses 1 through 18, the spirituality of the kingdom, chapter 6, 19 through 34, the love of the kingdom, chapter 7, 1 through 12, and the entrance into the kingdom in chapter 7, verses 13 through 27. So we are ready now to navigate this next section I want to read from verse 24 down through verse 27, and we will leave verses 28 and 29 for our final review video. Right now, 24 through 27. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the wind blew and beat on that house. But it did not fall, because it was founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house. And it fell, and great was the fall of it. Let's go through these verses together. I hope you have your Bible open. In verse 24, Jesus describes a particular kind of person. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them. Now, I want to observe the word everyone. I want us to look at that. Everyone, without respect to gender, nationality, past life, location, education, income, culture, nationality, whoever, whosoever, everyone, consider this an open invitation. It should be immediately clear what one is being invited to do to hear and do the words of Christ. There are two components here, and both are essential, hearing and doing. And we all know it is possible to do one, but leave the other undone. I mean, it is possible to hear the sayings of Christ and not do them. We do not recommend that at all, but that's possible. Have you ever heard of that? Do you know of people who have heard the teaching of Christ but are not obeying that teaching, not living by it? 
And then I should examine myself in this regard. Are there things I know I've learned from Christ in the New Testament, but I'm failing to do? Are there teachings of Christ I have learned, but I'm not putting into practice? We ought to focus here on how these two things come together, hearing and doing. So there are two essential components here in response to God and in response to Christ. And both must be present together, hearing the sayings of Christ and doing them. And of course, this is what our response should be to everything we've studied in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. Our response should be to hear or learn all this that Jesus said and then obey what Jesus said in our lives, our minds, our lives, our attitudes, our reactions to people, our speech in obedience to Christ. Now, those who hear and do are likened to a wise builder, a wise man who built his house on the rock. In a previous class, I said, if I want to be wise, I must hear and do what Jesus said. I must trust in him, listen to him, and then follow up with obedience. When you build a good, solid foundation, you are preparing for storms. And that is wise. To look ahead, anticipate storms. Obviously, a solid foundation is wise, even if no storms ever come. Responding to God is wise, even if there should be no storms. But here, the wise man builds on the rock so that when the rain descends and the floodwaters rise and the winds blow strong against that house, it will not fall. It was founded on the rock. If you have the New King James, it will read, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rains descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. The practical point is very simple. I should build my life on the foundation of hearing and doing the teachings of Christ. So, I need to learn who Christ is. I need to know what he did, but then I need to read his instructions with a heart ready to obey. Think about this simple principle as it pertains to the Sermon on the Mount. When I read the Beatitudes, I must carefully examine my attitudes and my perspectives. These are the qualities that I must develop in order to build my life on the solid foundation. When I come to the section where Jesus describes influence in terms of salt and light, I should make sure my light is shining. This is part of building on the rock. His teaching against self-righteousness and hypocrisy, what he says about purity of motive and prayer and trusting in God, not in things, seeking first the kingdom, avoiding hypocritical judging, asking, seeking, knocking, 
Beware of false prophets. All of this is part of the rock, the foundation I build my life on. If I want to be wise and please the Lord and be prepared for the storms of life. Jesus does not promise there will be no storms. He tells us what to do to prepare for storms. Hear and do what he says. Now turn to verses 26 and 27. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. This is just as clear as the other end of the illustration. If the wise person is the one who hears and obeys, the foolish person is the one who hears and does not obey. It is significant. Both are builders. Both hear. Both go through storms. The only difference is one hears and obeys. The foolish builder hears but does not respond does not obey. Well, this sends the very strong message that while hearing is essential, it must lead to, it must be accompanied by doing, obedience. It is not enough just to hear the, uh, the right message and learn the right instruction and have the right beliefs in your mind and on your tongue. All of that must find practical expression in the way you think and live and speak every day. The wise man hears and obeys. The foolish man hears, but he does not obey. So when the storms of life come, his building falls, his life crumbles. There are some other thoughts <coughs> I wanted to share with you about all this. Apparently, one of Satan's tactics is to seek to destroy us through storms, to pull us down and cause destruction through battering water and rain. Satan's purpose is to place such tremendous stress against us. It's like a storm that destroys our house, our life. The only way we can prepare for that is to hear and do what Jesus says now. Our stability to withstand the storms of life depends upon what we do now before the storms come. We must hear and do what Jesus said. Proverbs 10 verse 25 says, when the storm has swept by, the wicked are gone, but the righteous stand firm forever. I wanted to mention that indifference and neutrality is not an option. All people will build. The only question left is where or upon what will they build? Either we build on the sand or we build on the rock. In life, either we obey Christ or we do not. Neutrality isn't possible. And this is like what we've already studied, the narrow way and the broad way, the good tree or the bad tree, 
doing the will of the Father or practicing lawlessness, serving God or mammon. The issue here is choice. I want you to listen to James 1, 19 through 27. In many cases, the book of James mirrors the Sermon on the Mount. And here is one such case in James chapter 1, verses 19 through 27. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. He looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. Thank you for being with us in this video class. Next time, we'll talk about the other couple of verses that we didn't bring up in Matthew 7, and we will present our review of what we've studied for the last several months in Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7. These are brought to you by the Laurel Heights Church of Christ in McAllen, Texas. I'm Warren Berkeley saying farewell until next time.